David Riccio coming up very shortly, live from the States. Uh, Dan says, wow, just learnt my favourite song came out on my birthday, Hotel California. I never knew that. Uh, Steve, Steve Irwin's birthday, of course, which we spoke about. He, he would have been 62. Julia Serving as well, Drew Barrymore and Sean Tate, all today. Thanks, Dan. Um, I must say that we had a text. Was it our first text of the day? The Shoalhaven Doctor, I think it was. He said... Um, Tim David, how many other sportsmen have a first name as a last name? And he said, apart from Greg Alexander, Tim David. The list has gone on. Gordon Tallis, Tallis Duncan, Tim David, Greg Alexander, Mark Taylor, Brett Lee, Drew Mitchell, Ricky Stewart, Brian Fletcher, Greg Norman, Brent Todd, Chase Stanley. Then we had the winner, Adam Ashley Cooper. Three names. But the question's come up, has someone got female name, female name? Woman, woman, so we've got, got man, man. man. Brian, Brian Lara. Lara, but yeah, yep. Brian Lara is half and half. Boy, girl. But can we have Lara have Lara? Girl, is there girl. anyone? Yeah, that's right, girl, girl. So is there a sportsman out there with a girl, girl <laughs> Sports name? person. Yes. Sports person. <laughs> Establish the pronoun, Brandy. Establish the pronoun. Uh, i, I got to say, one thing that came out yesterday again, and, and I don't care if you shoot us down, I love Peter Volandis. I mean, he's just a visionary. He makes things happen. He's so switched on. He said the next step with Vegas, want to get a Super League game there as well. Like that is such a that's a brilliant idea because the Poms will come over. They 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 can join the party too, and rugby league forever stronger. We have NRL. Imagine the festival of rugby league. So we have Super League game in between a couple of NRL games, and he also said a women's rugby league game. We're going to get that there in the next cycle that we've got here. We're, we're there for five years. Yep. Let's not just limit it to a double header. Let's get bigger and better every year. Mm. <laughs> He's on it, man. He, 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 is. He, is, he has got it. You, you know, last year, and, and we kept saying, Andrew, is the game, does it, has it been any bigger over the last couple of seasons? And, and I, I, I said, well, I don't think it has. And mm. that was confirmed yesterday when revenue distributions to clubs, like so what they, pay, what they hand out to the clubs, our asset base, how many people watched the game last year through the roof everything yeah everything yeah. through the roof um which is great for the game there were some figures yesterday the nrlw yeah that was through, way over the, the afl per game the, per yes. game um was quite amazing enormous. there's a, there's far more aflw games but per game the average was uh, enormous it was a it was a knockout win for the nrlw and they should be very proud of that because the product just gets better and better that's a, that's a tribute to the athletes playing the game they've just they're, they're fast-tracking to a, a, a better product from what we saw 10 years ago. It's been fantastic development in that department. So coming up on the program, we have David Riccio in America. Um, we will be crossing to Chris Harris, who was part of the SENZ commentary team, lies, uh, team last night in that stunning opening Thriller. T20 match. One on the last ball, Tim David with a four. And David Newey later in the program, uh, really one of the founding fathers of rugby league in the US, who's been... Flying the flag for rugby league since the mid-90s. Uh, he'll be on the program and he will be headed to Vegas in just over a week's time. So plenty to look forward to on the program today at uh, seven and a half minutes after seven. Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy. And now on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy, the back page with David Riccio. How are things going over there, David? Hey, good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Vossie. Yeah, going well. I, good news. The sun's out over here. It's been pretty torrential rain over the last couple of days, but 
the sun is back out in, in sunny San Diego, where I'm based with the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, and guys, they've hit the training paddock for the first time. Uh, over the last two days, South Sydney came over on two separate flights, the entire squad and coaching staff. Um, a, a, a plane load came on the first day and then the second day that the remainder of uh, on, on Monday and the remainder came on Tuesday and um, they've hit the training paddock for the first time uh, at the University of, uh, of San Diego here in California and it, it was pretty much a turn the legs over session guys just important to, to you know, break up the jet lag and get the group together the, the spotlight is on Cody Walker uh, guys, he's had a he's had a calf issue uh, that obviously saw his withdrawal from the Indigenous side. I, I watched Cody train. Uh, he was off to the side doing a rehab program, running program, slowly building up the progression of his loads in the countdown to the Las Vegas kickoff. Um, I've got to say, there's a level of you know huge confidence that Cody Walker will play, um, and at, at this point in time, today was very much as I said, uh, ticking the boxes that need to be ticked, knowing that they still have a fair few days to play with. So all in all, a pretty positive um, pro- positive start for South Sydney. They've hit the gym at the moment. Uh, they're in there pumping weights. Um, and then they'll uh, reconvene this afternoon with a trip um, uh, to visit uh, the U.S. Navy um, down here in San Diego. San Diego's a huge Navy um, and nice. a maritime um, base down here in San Diego, and that's where South Sydney uh, will go spend uh, the afternoon with the US Navy. Oh, that'll be interesting. Um, now, we, I threw mm. out there, where, where are Brisbane and the Roosters staying? MC, Michael Cariana, straight on the text line this morning. Uh, Roosters and Broncos staying in LA. South are in San Diego. And Anthony Seabold, when leaving had a crack at South Sydney. He left the, the Roosters and the Broncos out, even though they're not in Vegas. But Manly are staying in Vegas. Mm. Uh, David, did you speak to Jason Dimitriou about Anthony Seabold's comments? Yeah, I did. We did. Uh, a couple of uh, my, my media colleagues uh, just had a quick uh, chat to Jason about that. Look, he had a smile on his face. He thought it was all quite comical um, and, and, and didn't really see the the angst or, or, you know, didn't see it as a barb or a jab from Anthony Seabold. Um, he, he basically just said, look, we've come to San Diego to, to build our preparation here and Manly have chosen Las Vegas and good luck to him. And at the end of the day, we're all here. We're all here to promote rugby league across uh, America. He pointed out that very fact that you said, Brandy, that it's a good thing that the four clubs are spread out on the West Coast. Like, it's as opposed to just being bunkered down in all the same one location, they are spread out and and spreading the word. Um, look, my personal opinion, I, I I don't I would have I would have preferred the South Sydney setup in San Diego rather than ten day preparation in Las Vegas. And I just think uh, being and watching State of Origin camps, just having that that diversity of for players to get out of the hotel, uh, go to the beach, go to a cafe switch off between training sessions. I don't know if Las Vegas does that. It'll be interesting to see. I might be left eating my words after Manly's performance, but I I think I prefer the three other clubs' decision to be based outside of Las Vegas. But, David, won't there be a point where they are all in Vegas? Like, how many days out is that? I know the NRL fan site 
Uh, that's on the Thursday night before the game. And the game, remember, is a Saturday night in Vegas. Is that the day that they arrive? Are they yep. only going to be there for a couple of days in Vegas? In my understanding, it's the Wednesday, um, Wednesday. that they arrive prior to uh, the Las Vegas kickoff, Aussie. So there will be a lot of, you know, there's about three to four days of promotion on the ground when they do arrive. Um, certainly, I know that Fox League will be, uh, you know, almost running a 24-7 channel um, yeah. of coverage in relation to... Live shows in car parks outside... Of, like, Australians lobbing, what could go wrong? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be like, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's going to be big. It's going to be big, uh, David. Yeah. Um, can we just yeah. play the Anthony Seabold uh, audio? Because I yeah, thought, while, while Jason Dimitri laughed it off, Anthony Seabold, I, it was pretty deliberate what he was what he was saying. It was, it was definitely firing a shot across the bow. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if the Bunnies sort of came and promoted the game in Las Vegas. I mean, one of the reasons why we're going there 11 days beforehand is to promote the game. I think, you know, the NRL have wanted to um, take the game to Las Vegas. So we're doing our job. All our training sessions are open sessions. So supporters, media, uh, are more than welcome to come to all of our sessions. Um, we've got a number of corporates and, and supporters and members are coming across. So we want to do the right thing by the game. We want to go there. As I said, we've come up with a really good strategy to minimise any distractions. Uh, but we also want to give the guys a life experience. They're adults and we're going to treat them like adults. But as I said, the whole idea is to promote the game for the NRL. And um, we feel obliged to do that. I, I, Anthony Seabold made a point of saying, well, they're adults. Um, we're taking them to Vegas and we think that they can behave themselves. So... We'll, we'll see what happens D- by the end well, of next D- week. Well, Doug was an adult in The Hangover as well, in the movie The Hangover. He was an adult. He ended up on a mattress in a hotel for three days, you know. Um, well, yeah. David. And, and, and I've, I've had similar conversations. I've had similar uh, conversations, Bossy, with Jason Demetrio about what... I, I asked him, has he put curfews on them? Has he put alcohol bans on them? And he said no. And he said a similar response to what Anthony Seabold had said about treating them like adults. And I can tell you that come, come Friday night, and Saturday night, the players actually had free time, leisure time, to take in the sights and sounds of whatever they want. And you know, there'll be a large contingent heading to either a Lakers or Clippers game uh, in LA. And, uh, you know, world famous and tragic South fan, kid, the kid Leroy, uh, the, the hip hop artist, has invited the South Sydney players to his house, his mansion in LA. Now, what could go wrong there? Now all the boys, all the boys, just piling into an LA mansion for a Friday night kick-on with um, with one of the, the world's <laughs> best still, football players. But they still keep um, Leroy's tiger. They they end up taking it home. Um, yeah, yeah. Style. Yeah. <laughs> Has he got any wild animals? Yeah. Uh, David, we're actually going to have Jason Dimitriou on the program tomorrow morning, so we look forward to that one. Uh, we are taking tips from people on things both serious and not so serious out of America. One thing that was said was. Uh, digital, like your license on your phone, your credit card on your phone, not that, um, not that efficient. Have you found that in your uh, travels around? Uh, no, I, I, it's been a-okay at this point in time. I mean, I've just been tapping like crazy, guys. <laughs> just um, you know, um, to work buy a coffee, no problem. Tap away, tap away. Um, so. But yeah, is that no, off the no, off the no, phone, no, off the phone, or the physical on. credit card with you? On the phone, on the phone, on the phone. Yeah, well, there you on go. The phone, Working yeah. okay. Good stuff. Mm. No problem. Uh, 
Okay, some signings. Luciano uh, Leilua signs with the Dragons on a three-year deal. Um, Adam Reynolds signs a one-year mm. extension. Uh, we had Brad, uh, Braden Hamlin-Ueli re-signing with the Sharks. But uh, uh, what do you think about the signing of uh, Leilua? Yeah, look, I think I think it's needed, absolutely needed by St George Illawarra. It gives the certainly adds a new you know, dimension to that pack uh, at the Dragons, where I where I think they need they need they need to bolster. Uh, they need they need someone like Luciano Leilua, who I believe you know he, he played a very good season last season with the Cowboys. Um, clearly, the concern is is the price and whether they get bang for buck. But that's where St George Illawarra are at. Yep. And and I think it's important that Shane Flanagan continues to pick up these types of signings to to replenish the roster. Um, uh, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I think, as I said, I just think that for, for where Saints are at, it's a good buy. Yeah, what 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 clubs are willing and different clubs are willing to pay different players um, all depends on how much they need them and and. You can't be going into the season. No disrespect to Tom Eisenhuth, but can't, you can't have Tom starting in the back row. Um, that that yeah. that wasn't going to work, really. Uh, so, yeah. with Jaden Sewer yeah. on one side of the field, Leilua on the other side of the field, um, you know, and whether they've paid too much, well, that's you said it, David. That that's the position the Dragons find themselves in now. They, there's really not much bargaining power. If they need someone, they got to they got to pay for them. That's Simple right. That. That's right. Yeah. I think look, and Adam Reynolds' uh, extension at the Brisbane Broncos. Um, I think you will see guys post that one-year deal. Adam moving into a, a coaching role uh, with the Broncos as well, and I, I, that that doesn't come as a great surprise. The extension, I think, I think Adam certainly showed, and we all saw it, the way he performed um, leading the Broncos to the grand final. But he certainly got more football left in him. The obvious concerns are in and around his body uh, and the soft tissue injuries that he he does frequently pick up, but managed well. He's just too good a footballer. And the, the, the lack of quality halves on the open market, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy signing for the Brisbane Broncos. A uh, little shot at me uh, because I don't use the digital system, nor does Brandy, but I'm copying it. If Ossie's one of those annoying people that you get stuck behind at the servo <laughs> that takes an extra 20 seconds to pull his card out of his wallet then enter his pin. Use your phone like the rest of us, Vossi. Wallets are only needed if you're buying drugs or playing the pokies. Thank you for that uh, bit of life advice. Mystery man. This is heavy, isn't it? The stuff we get. No patience, mystery man. Yes. Well, well, God forbid if you have to put Well, I don't. I, no, I don't. I'm, I, tap. I, am, I do not have anything on the... Well, my license on the phone, but I've still got the heart. I'll still produce the... Well, I haven't even, uh, my license isn't even on my phone. I've got oh, nothing. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm very annoying. Ricky, two names, same uh, name and first name. Uh, we're thinking of journos, Dean Ritchie. We're going through people that have uh, a last name that's a first name. We started off with Tim David and Greg Alexander. We're working through, so Dean Ritchie is one. I can't think of any other journo that has a first last name, is there? Trying to think, no. No, no, no. Brent Reid. No. Just trying to think, boys. Paul um, Kent. No. Paul Kent. Paul Kent. There you go, yes. Paul Kent. <laughs> Kent. Yeah, um, that'll do. Thank you. Beautiful uh, stuff. The, Wayne Bennett missed out on the Kiwi job, and very quickly after that, uh, there was news out that Parramatta were linked with Wayne Bennett. Is there now? Um, the CEO has the the EEL CEO, um, Jim Santorini. Is it Saratonis, um Has. Uh, 
has shut that has, has, has shut that down. Uh, no yeah, surprise to see boys, ben, Bennett's name will be linked with a no lot surprise. of clubs. Yep. Yeah. Oh, look, uh, uh, no, no, no surprise that ELC uh, Jim Tarantino has come out and shot that down. Um, look, it, it, it probably leads to more the, the focal point of Brad Arthur and 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 whether you know how much pressure he, he goes into this season now with Parramatta and and maybe it's just some. It's some massaging and some uh, attempted agitation, dare I say, uh, to to mount that pressure on Brad Arthur from external sources. Uh, this story uh, has emerged. Uh, it comes as a as, as somewhat of a surprise, but certainly no surprise that yeah. Jim Tarantino just shot that down straight away. And and I must say, guys, Jim Jim isn't a he rarely buys into media headlines at all. He's he's one of the more reserved NRL CEOs in the competition. So for him to stick his head up and and shoot it down probably probably says says it all. Mm. More names coming through thick and fast uh, from Bruce of Batlow. Ray Warren, James Graham, Andrew Webster. There you go. We're just just flying them out there. Yeah. (laughs) Just coming thick and fast. There we go. But no girl, girl yet. Boy, girl. No. No no girl, girl. Mm-hmm. I reckon there might be a Riccio somewhere in the world. Someone's got Riccio as a first name, possibly. Potentially, Riccio David possibly. running around. Yeah. So, so you're San Diego for the duration with the Rabbitohs, David. That's your brief, or you are going to uh, move across to where the other teams are? You're going to bob in there, or you're just going straight on to Vegas and uh, live it up? No. No, the Daily Telegraph has journalists positioned with uh, all four clubs. And, and you're right, Bossy, this is my brief, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So I will be based with the Bunnies uh, until heading over to Las Vegas next Wednesday. So anything that happens with the Bunnies, we'll be across it. All right. And to complete the conversation, Black Stump Eel is too clever. Just on the women's name, girl, girl. Well, if a woman married a man with the name, she will get Mrs. Alexander. So Tanya Alexander would be someone who has female name and no. Is that her No, 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 no. If, no. if someone married Brian Lara. R.S. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's two females. Then Tanya names. Lara. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. Ale- if, that's if right. Same your surname wasn't Alexandra, because yes. Alexandra, then we could get away with it. David, fascinating segment. Uh, you keep looking after yourself yes. over there with your digital card tapping away. Go well, Dave. Yes. Well, really quick, really quickly. Um, it, it, interestingly, and on this name discussion point, and this could mm. be another topic, guys. Mm. Um, rugby league journalist Tony Adams married Tony Adams. Oh wow! Yeah, he married. Wow. He, yeah. Tony Adams married a Tony Adams. There that's, you go. That's hey, so thank good. you, boys. Go well. No, that's great. That's Have a great. sleep, mate. Jet lag's set in. Channel 7 you, had mate. a reporter, remember, <laughs> reporting out the front of Amy Park, and her name was Amy Park. That was incredible. <laughs> we did that on the footy show. Her name was Amy Park, and they sent it to Amy Park to do the right. story. Uh, fantastic areas there. Um, this is what a, what a show. You can have your say on all the big NRL issues that David just mentioned. Give us a call now on one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Have the Dragons made the right decision signing Luciano Leilua? Is the one year extension for Adam Reynolds a good move for the Broncos? And if you're a Parramatta fan, would you like to entertain the thought of Wayne Bennett at your club?
have your say. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Breakfast powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Amy Parks joins us live from Amy Park. Amy, what's the latest? There you go, That's proof. So, good. so Amy, Amy Parks, Parks, was it? Yeah, Amy Parks still. at Amy Park. There you go. Mm. How good. Um, the news editor must have done that. They, they've, they've, she's actually the court reporter, but they sent her out to Amy Park to cover a story on the Melbourne Storm. Like, they must right. have. To one, to one you didn't hear some snickering in the background, you know, sort of <laughs> laughing. Um, mm. Adam Ashley Cooper is so f- so far the best because it's three mm. names. Right. Um, but we did say, is there anyone out there with a girl-girl name? Like Brian Lara, boy-girl. Um, Pales Wash, and, and I, I don't know if that's how you say his name, um, but he said NRLW, Isabel Kelly. Yeah. Nice. There it is. That's good. That's solid. There it is. That's really good areas. Uh, reaction to David Riccio's segment. Uh, morning, BB. I think the Dragons have made a smart play in signing Luciano. If reports are correct, the Cowboys are kicking in nearly half of the 900. Well, no, the Cowboys have been paying him since... If he gets 900 for the year, he's already been paid his salary for November, December, January, February. So four of the 12 months are paid already by the Cowboys. Yeah, and so it, does, it doesn't it doesn't quite work. Yeah, so so whatever whatever the four months come to out of the nine hundred that he's on, um, mm. you can work Which that out. But then, but then it's nine hundred next year and the year after. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so it's Still, top dollar. It's, yeah, it's it absolute is. top dollar. Uh, not a Dragons fan, but not sure why they're being smashed for paying Lay Lewis seven hundred a year, but the Cowboys weren't. Also, why aren't the Cowboys being smashed for paying Leilua $200,000 to play for another club? That's clearly the worst decision here. Jason goes on all the time. There are players mm. everywhere this year Jason. being played for rival clubs yep. to play at a rival club. <laughs> They're, it's everywhere. You'd be quite surprised. Yeah. Uh, Penrith. Mm. Regan Campbell-Gillard. Wanga Blake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah still. There okay. Uh, also, oh, no, this one, still. I think, I not think still, but it were for some now. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one, morning, boys. With Bennett being linked to Para, I was just wondering what his tracksuit collection must look like. Been at plenty of clubs and got all the gear. Does he have individual wardrobes for each club? Panther George, interested to know. Does Wayne keep something from all the clubs that he's been at? What a question. Uh, I think he would. I think he would. Don't know if it's tracksuits hanging in his cupboard, but um, mm. I'm, I'm sure he does. Ponder that. Onto that. 7.30 news up next. We're straight back after the news with some of the other big sports headlines of the morning. Stay with us. Thanks for making the switch to the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 1170 AM. Vanessa, thank you. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Here are some of the stories of the morning. Australia off to a winning start in the T20 series against the Kiwis. Tim David hitting a boundary on the final ball of the game to see Australia home. We'll discuss this in detail shortly with Chris Harris who was calling all the action for SEN. We spoke with Dave Riccio about South's first training session in San Diego. Prior to that, Luttrell um, spoke about his arrival into the States and had a message for American sports fans. No, I was the first one in, so I just went straight through, stepped the water patrol and then all the way. Yeah, I can't wait. I heard there's about you know, 30,000 sold, so hopefully we get a few more. Make sure you know, you're booking in and um, come out and see some, you know, some real, fo- uh, real sports. So. Could, could Luttrell get, um, what's his name, Luke? Combs, what was his name? Coombs, Combs, what was his name? Dan, what was the Luke Combs. He went on, Combs, Luke, Luke Combs. Combs. So he went on stage with him. I wonder if he could just ring him up, hook up, bring him along. He's a sort of big over big there, name. isn't he? 
Yeah, big name. Get him along. Get him along. Get a, got to got to use favourites like LinkedIn. You've got a network here to bring in the celebrities. Like Snoop Dogg, surely got to come back. He wore Rabbitohs top one time. He's got to come back and support South. <laughs> the random South jumper. Mm. Bert Reynolds, is he still with us? He, he wore a South yeah. jacket, I remember, one he stage. Did. Yeah, so bring Big him name. in. Where's Dave Letterman? Uh, Where's the South City owner Dave Letterman and Billy Crystal? Where are they? Are they coming out to see their football team? That was a weird story a few weeks ago. Oh, good points. Yeah, that, that was strange, wasn't it? Dave <laughs> Letterman. I now own the Rabbitohs. Uh, confirmation yes. overnight are that J- Jared Warrior Hargreaves Vossi will play uh, a year, a season with Hulk KR. Mm. So retiring from the... The Roosters, mm. after a stellar career and one year over there in, in the English Super League. And before we take a break, uh, Dan, hit the Namibian or the Nambian National Anthem because there's been some big news overnight, folks. Tipped by Hammy Goodman in Sportsbet yesterday. They were the outsiders, but Nambi, Nambia, Namibia uh, beat Nepal by two wickets in the tournament that they're playing. Kill the music. One well of the done. great moments. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers and former Kiwi cricketer Chris Harris, part of the SENZ commentary team last night, calling the thriller in the capital in Wellington. is on the show right here on the home of sport in Sydney, SEN 11.70am. What a finish. First game of the Chapel, Hadley comes down to this. The last ball, four runs needed. The Flames burst above the sight screens at respective ends. Tim Salvi up against Tim Davids. Right hand quick against right hand batsman. David hits powerfully to the onside. Into a gap at deep pocket. He's won the game. Tim David. A brilliant, brilliant cameo at the end. Alongside his heroic captain Mitch Marsh, who's put on a clinic himself at seven sixes. But Tim David has come in and slammed the door on New Zealand's face. An Australia win with a last ball thriller at Sky Stadium. The Chapel Hadley is here with a bang. Australia get home. Also part of the commentary team for SEN was New Zealand cricket legend Chris Harris. The all-rounder played 23 tests for the Kiwis, 251-day internationals, and he joins us on the line. Uh, Chris, great way to start the... uh, the, the series between the two countries. Morning, guys. Yeah, what a fantastic first game. I mean, I'm always excited the first match of a series and, and what an absolute banger. I mean, that was fantastic. And, and hopefully, even the excitement that Australia got across the line, that the excitement still came through. And, um, well, Daniel McCarty was doing ball by ball. I thought he did a wonderful job. Um, and, yeah, it was just it was a pleasure to be there live and watch quality cricket like that. I mean, both teams, from a batting perspective, were absolutely phenomenal. And it just shows this is going to be a spectacular series, which is exciting. For those who weren't tuned in last night, 32 to win with nine balls remaining. Tim David on strike. What were you thinking in the commentary box, Chris? I was thinking, I actually did turn to Daniel McCarty and said these last two balls of this penultimate over from Adam Milner, crucial. Um, Unfortunately, he got his length wrong, got a couple of length balls, and it just, Tim David just showed the reason that Australia, um, you know, a big believer in his, just the power that he possesses. And when he hit, hit those two sixes, I said, I, I think we've lost this. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it meant that I think it brought it down to 15 or 16 off the last over. 
Um, if, any, if only one of those had gone for six, you know, 22 off the last over is, is a big ask in, in, in any man's game. But, um, yeah, those two sixes from Tim David, actually his whole innings, 31 from 10 balls. I mean, Mitch Marsh was exceptional with seven sixes himself and played a, a brilliant innings and bowled superbly. But that Tim David innings was the difference between the two sides. But it was just it was just a phenomenal game of cricket and a pleasure to be there and to call it. Uh, Ratchan Ravindra, who we... Who we... Uh, got to know through the You don't the like World him Cup. much, do you? <laughs> we, 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 did, we didn't know much about Ratchet. And I, I guess even Kiwis who don't follow the game very closely didn't know a whole lot about Ratchet Ravindra before the World Cup. But he had one hell of a World Cup and uh, his form continues. Yeah, absolutely. Set himself up in lights in the World Cup, didn't he? With a, a great hundred against Australia and two others. So he scored three hundreds in the World Cup, which on yep. its own is absolutely phenomenal come home, got an opportunity in test cricket, scored a double hundred. Um, and ironically, probably our most informed batsman, I thought at the start of his innings, he struggled more than most. I think at one stage he was nine from 12 and he was clothing it, wasn't hitting it great. And then all of a sudden, um, Zampa came on, who's one of Australia's go-to men in the T20 game with ball in hand. Um, and he just took him apart. Now, I think that got him underway and he hit... As I said, I think he ended up hitting six sixes himself. Um, and from a slow start, it ended up being a phenomenal innings. But it's it's no question that he's certainly well-known in Australia and New Zealand now after his last couple of performances. You do like to see a bowler get on top and because it doesn't happen very often in, in 2020. Uh, I thought Lockie Ferguson was outstanding. And Mitchell Santner, um, he, he had... He had Mitch Marsh tied up, and he and he nearly got him a few times. Uh, I, I thought Santner's last over was was almost enough to to get the Kiwis home. Yeah, it was a great point. I, like I think actually Ish Sodi was put under pressure as well, and I think Ish Sodi bowled an over which I think only went for say maybe nine or ten, and then Mitch Santner followed it up with his over, um, which at the time I thought was was crucial as well because it just. I mean, as an Australian, watching everyone thinking, oh, you've got to get up with the rate. You've got to try and mm. score some more boundaries. And I thought both of those guys did an exceptional job. But it's fair to say all the bowlers at different times last night were put under so much pressure because of the quality of, of batsmanship and the power that both teams showed. And, and, and by New Zealand standards, it was quite an inexperienced and young middle order for us, but they absolutely delivered. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 it could have easily been a match-winning over that one from Mitch Santner. But I thought Australia probably, although they made a couple of mistakes outfielded us, we missed a couple of opportunities in the deep to get rid of you did. Um, Mitch Marsh yeah. at the end, which would have been the difference. Yep. Just speaking more uh, broadly just about the T20 cricket, we you know we have a Big Bash summer. Um, it, it's ratings again. Crowds were fantastic for the Big Bash. New Zealand, T20 cricket, uh, you know, fantastic night out where you have 431 runs, bigger than ever. Chris, what's your overview of T20 cricket um, there in New Zealand? Oh, I think when your game's like that, it's exciting. It's certainly got a, a, um, a slightly different audience, probably a younger audience to the longer formats. But, um, you know, and, and so I think any time we can develop a format or a game in cricket that brings us a new audience is, is great for the game. Um, you know, the traditionalists call it sort of hit and giggle. But, you know, if we, if we look at the skills that were on display um, last night, it's pretty hard to say it was hit and giggle. I think it's, um, you know, games like that, it's exceptional. I find it a very, very tough game for the bowlers. Um, occasionally the bowlers get their way when they get on a surface that holds up a little bit or often there's a bit of swing or seam. But when you get on a surface like they gave us at um, 
Sky Stadium last night, and it was a drop in pitch. It was just a phenomenal batting wicket with slightly short square boundaries, and it's fair to say the bats prospered. So, um, as I said, if you get games like that, oh, I think it's a terrific format. Yeah. Just a well, quick one from Matt. Just a quick one from yes. Matt before we get said the, the finish to last night's game uh, in New Zealand needed just one thing, underarm from the Kiwi bowler. <laughs> Last ball. <laughs> yeah, we, hey, we would we would never do that. Look, to be fair, Glenn Phillips had a chance to stop it. It was it was funny because it probably wasn't Glenn Phillips's best night in the field, and he's n- normally ph- absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, he's mm. quick to the ball and, and he doesn't miss many opportunities. He, he missed one, you know, deep square to get rid of Mitch Marsh, and then that one he tried to slap it back, and it, although it was extremely tough, it sort of went under his hand. So yeah. you could see how disappointed he was at the end, lying on the ground, punching the ground. So. I think he thought he should have done better, but um, I'm sure he'll make up for it in the rest of the series. Yeah. And we'll get into tomorrow night. Um, prediction, will there be changes, anything different, or are we in for a run fest again? No, we're in for a run fest at Eden Park. Slightly different um, shaped ground. This time the boundary's straight, a short, and bigger, squarer. So you'll see the, all the seamers from both teams bowling a little bit shorter. Um, I'm not sure what Australia will do with their side. Um, I believe that um, Matthew Wade might be on the way over, so I'm not sure whether he'll come in. Um, don't think Steve Smith will break into this um, side after that performance last night from the Aussies. And I'm pretty sure Trent Bolt will come in from Tim Southey. Um, so it'll be pretty much more of the same. It's going to be um, an absolute run fest over here and, and must-watching. Yeah, exciting way to start the series. Uh, look forward to tomorrow night's game in Auckland. Uh, Chris, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Pleasure. Anytime, guys. Great stuff. Chris Harris, um, and almost, almost a double name, Chris Harrison. Mm. And Chris Harris, I don't think, passes uh, the test, does it? Um, there's amazing uh, text coming in. This one, on these names, what actually happens when two generations of hyphens marry? Imagine Roger Tuivasa Sheik's kid marries Dallin Wateni Zalesniak's kid, and they had a son named after Sonny Bill. It would be Sonny, Bill, Tuovasashek, Wateni, Zalesniak. Well, there I'd was love a... to hear Blocker call that name on a line break. Yeah, Andrew, wasn't there a, there was a young bloke, and I can't remember which game he was playing in uh, over mm. the weekend. He had four names. Four names. Yeah, yep. four names. Did you call that Can one? was that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so we call so many games. Yeah. Oh, well, man. One of, yeah, one of them. So that was new. Yeah. Four, na- four names four with games. one. One player with only one number next to his name. That was... Uh, I hadn't seen that before. That was yeah. a surprise. <laughs> That's a surprise. Uh, we are here oh, for Brighton's Lawyers. Thank you. That just gives an official confirmation. We're here for Brighton's Lawyers. Unable to work due to injury or illness, contact Brighton's Lawyers. Just a reminder, we are at Belmore tomorrow night. 43 players have been listed. Only three have played NRL and one hasn't played NRL for 12 years. It's just yeah. Yulene Gordon. So we're in for quite a night, Brandy, tomorrow night. Uh, yes, we are. Three names, three NRL yep. players. Vosioki coming up. Stay with us on the Home of Sport in Sydney, SEN, 11.70am. There is a Premier League game happening right now. Um, it's Liverpool taking on Luton Town. Luton Town scored the first goal, and until the 56th minute, uh, 56th minute, they were leading 1-0, but uh, two goals in the space of two minutes for Liverpool. Um, sees the score now 70 minutes deep, 2-1 Liverpool delivered with gusto. What about this from Mark? Brian Lara's daughter is, and he's written, drumroll, Sydney Lara, named after his 277 at the SCG. Well, that's not 
totally mm. correct. You would have caught a 277 if it was. But, yeah, named after the city where he scored mm. the 277. Right. Sydney Lara. Yes. And Mrs. Right. Lara is obviously a um, female <laughs> name and a female name too. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, Phil the Dragon, hi boys. Where's the outrage from the Tay-Tay Greenies fans for the abuse of the carbon footprint by using the private jet to pick up her Neanderthal boyfriend? So Taylor Jet, uh, Taylor Jet, Taylor Swift flew out in her jet to Australia and sent it mm. back empty to pick up Are they... Travis Kelsey to bring him back and they'll fly back together. I I've missed this. Are Taylor Swift fans or Greenies? Like, is mm. there oh, well, she talks about that, double... the carbon footprint, the whole thing. Right. Uh, Mitch Kenny and Peter Peters. <coughs> Peter. <laughs> Mitch. Mitch and Kenny. <laughs> but hang on, I said Peter Peters. No one's called Peters. His surname like is Peters, plural. Andrew Johns. Not Peter Peter. Johns. Yeah, he's not Peter Peter. <laughs> uh, Brendan Julian, Chris Gale, Mitchell Johnson. There you go. There's uh, uh, a three all there. Lovely stuff. Now, yesterday we had the debate, uh, Taylor Swift or the Beatles, which is bigger, or whom is bigger? Who is bigger in 50 years' time? Are we still going to be playing Taylor Swift 50 years well, we after asked, we played the Beatles? We asked everyone to vote on who they wanted to hear. Yeah. We were going That's to do Taylor Swift for three days leading up to her first Sydney you know, we concert, were. but we were outvoted. <laughs> yeah, Smashed. So here it is.